on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Aggie football has been brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Ford. Go further. And by ARS. Clean up, restore, rebuild. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Final in this one, Utah State drops a tough one to Fresno State, 35-16. to Aggies fall to 0-4 on the season and get set for a road trip to uh, lovely Laramie. By the way, next week we'll kick off three consecutive Thursday night games for Utah State, Kevin. Um, and it's something that uh, I think this team isn't wasn't uh, in love with but thought you know what let's embrace it let's get a chance to play on national tv a little bit and it'll all begin next week against uh, wyoming you know we looked at the weather report looked like it might be better than it was here today yeah mid 50s yeah over in laramie so it might not be such a bad opportunity over there at laramie that's going to be another tough football game for this this utah state football team you know scott i was looking at that last drive for utah state 15 plays 65 yards and come up with nothing. Yeah. And you remember the, the little post route to ju- that Justin McGriff dropped? You remember the, the throw that, uh, that Savon Scarver dropped? Just little mis- the penalty, the, the fault start or the uh, uh, illegal formation penalty. Little things like that just continue to plague this Utah State offense. They're just unable to, to really manufacture success in a way that, that drives consistency in that last possession was really emblematic of that they got inside the red zone a handful of times here this afternoon two fumbles one by Jalen Warren which was probably the biggest play of this football game and then the second one by Devonte Henry Cole and then they had the 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 snap over Jason Shelley's head that it ended up leading to a field goal instead of a touchdown just emblematic of this offensive inability to sustain and maintain consistency and and uh, you know it ends up in in getting no points in that second half so Utah State, and again, this is, uh, we saw, you know, in the second half, you were able to get points against Boise State. Uh, in the first quarter, you got nine quick points against uh, Nevada and then really struggled offensively. Today, you got you got the big run by Jalen Warren. You got the kick return by Savon Scarver, and you're feeling really good about things. But the problem is consistent on offense and not just scoring points on every drives, but just three and out after three and out after three and out. And that. Uh, and, and, and that puts your defense behind the eight ball. It just does so many things to deflate your uh, your defense and deflate your team overall. It's just you got to find a way to get somehow some level of consistency on the defensive side. You can't be 9 of 4 in the pass game for 144 yards. And you got to be able to, to you know, you got to help your quarterback out too. We, we can count at least three or four drops out here tonight as well. And that would certainly help Jason Shelley's approach. But but he's just not able to consistently put the ball where it needs to be to keep drives alive as well. And you're right. It doesn't always have to be in points. It's got to be sustaining first downs. And again tonight, only 12 first downs against 25 for Fresno State. It doesn't always have to be big plays. It can be, you know, little chunks here to get you in second, third, and short to give yourself a chance to get those first downs. At tonight, you had the big play down the middle of the field to DT, and then another one on the far side on the second to last possession of the game that uh, Devin Tompkins came back and caught when the game was still kind of within reach at 28-16. to 16. But then you get the fumble from Devonte Henry Cole, and you shoot yourself in the foot again. Just the inability to maintain any sort of consistency on offense has been the problem all season long, and then the defense is just out there on the field far too long. I thought the defense played really, really well that second half. 
giving up only the one touchdown, the long play on third and six to Jalen Cropper, who, by the way, is a very special football player. By the way, broke the deuce tonight. 202 yards on 10 receptions and three touchdowns, a 54-yarder a and a 59-yarder. And Utah State defensively continues to kind of give up those big plays, those big chunk plays, while not being able to get them their own chunk plays, except, well, they did tonight. The 86-yard run on the first play of the game from Jalen Warren. And they got the, the kick six from Savon Scarver, a 44 and a 38-yard receptions from Devin Tompkins, but just not enough to keep within striking range of this football game. Join the fastest-growing industry in the nation. Everlight Solar is hiring a wide range of varying types of jobs, from work-from-home positions such as marketing or project management to the best year-round and summer sales programs. The opportunity to level up your career can be found at Everlight Solar. Apply today at everlightjobs.com. We continue with your post-game show next. Utah State drops tough one tonight to uh, Fresno State 35-16 on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Intermountain Logan Regional Hospital is excited to be the exclusive provider of orthopedic and sports medicine care to the student-athletes of Utah State University. We specialize in treating pain and injury in muscles, ligaments, joints and bones, in addition to offering concussion clinics. We believe that sports medicine is not just for young people on formal sports teams, but for athletes and individuals of all ages and abilities. For more information, go to loganregional.org. Hey, Aggie fans, it's that time of year again to think about colder temperatures and skiing and snowboarding at Beaver Mountain. Our student season passes are available online beginning September 1st at skithebeave.com. That's skithebeave.com. Grade 6 through college unlimited season passes are only $345. Come hang out with us this winter and experience the best winter recreation Cache Valley has to offer. Thanks for all the support through the years, and as always, ski the beef and think snow. the final in this one. Utah State falls to 0-4 on the season and uh, now gets set for a road trip to Laramie, Wyoming to take on the Cowboys. You and I will hop in another vehicle and uh, head on out to Laramie for what should be a fun one there. That's my best sarcastic voice. Want to stop at Little Miracle on the way and get a 50-cent ice cream cone? No, Uh, they've raised the price now, haven't they? Oh, I don't know. I I have not been there in a while. Okay. All right. Well, that'll be a... Usually I'm more of an Evanston guy, so, you know. Evanston's pretty good. And then Rawlings along the way? Yeah, the best The best look at Rawlings is in the rearview mirror, man. <laughs> so that'll be a lot of fun. And Utah uh, <laughs> State will have another chance to, to come out and compete. I thought they competed better today than they have the first three weeks of the football game, uh, the football season. They uh, they kept the game within striking range, and I really really thought Scotty that the that big that big play with Utah State leading 13 to seven, and Jalen Warren going on a 47 yard run down this near sideline had the ball poked out, and the ball was recovered, and instead of going up either 16 or 20 to seven, four plays later Fresno State had the lead back and never relinquished it. I thought that was the biggest play in the ball game here this afternoon. By the way, big thanks to all you Aggie fans for listening to tonight's game. Make sure when you're uh, driving around, do so safely and do not text and drive. Staker Parson, proud partner of Aggie Athletics. I would love to have said that to 5,000 Utah State fans leaving the stadium. Uh, not available today to come in the stadium. The hope is uh, perhaps things can get to a point where two weeks from now you could see Utah State fans come into the stadium for that game against New Mexico. Uh, but uh, as long as numbers are still surging here in the state of Utah, I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case. 
Agreed. But I thought that they came out with a lot of energy. With the coaching change, yeah. uh, Coach Frank Miley taking over for, for Gary Anderson, they came out with a whole lot of energy and enthusiasm. But by the end of the game, as it started to wane down, there's the frustration started to set back in. So Coach Miley's going to have his hands full with a short week now, trying to keep these kids enthused and excited about about playing football, especially as you're getting down to the end of the season with some cold weather and uh, you know not seeing the success that you'd like. Keep them playing hard, and I thought they continued to play hard here tonight. Well, and the again, we're going silver lining here, and and. Uh, it is what it is. This team's 0-4, and, and they've got a lot of work to do to get better. But with that said, in you know, especially against San Diego State and against Nevada, when the offense wasn't clicking in the second half, it kind of felt like the defense kind of just waved. I don't even want to say that. That's, but it just seemed like there, it really kind of cut their will and their desire to go out there and really try to play hard. It seemed like outside of the one big play to Cropper um, – or oh, I guess it wasn't Cropper. It was the uh, touchdown pass to uh, Josh Kelly. Uh, outside of that one big play, I thought this defense never gave up here in the second half. They gave up only 147 yards, and 54 came on, on that touchdown yeah, play. Yeah, and most of the plays yards came on that one drive, too. Exactly right, and so they played very, very hard and very well. They came up with their first two turnovers of the season here tonight. Never given in, never given up. That's something to build upon. Yeah, so the Aggies, again, as you mentioned, uh, pick up two turnovers, their first turnovers of the season that they were able to uh, snag today. Let's pause 10 seconds for local stations to identify themselves. You're listening to Aggie Football from Learfield IMG College. From the Carrier HVAC studio, this is KZNS FM Colville, KZNS AM Salt Lake City, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. All right, Utah State drops this 135-16. It's time to check in with a uh, guy who had himself a, a busy night and uh, I thought performed really, really well. Punder for Utah State, Stephen Cottsonley, kind enough to join us. Stephen, how are you? All right, how are you guys doing? Doing well. Uh, let's talk about uh, you've had some opportunities. This offense has struggled a little bit. Talk about your adjustment and what this has been like for you uh, playing uh, Division One college football. Yeah, well, it's actually been very interesting about in a good way. Uh, obviously, in Australia, we learn to play uh, Aussie rules where essentially you just, from a young age, you learn how to kick the ball. So it's essentially adjusting to <laughs> kicking the ball, you know, a certain distance, certain hang time, and a certain spot. So it's been pretty good. And you've been able to do that the last couple of weeks, getting uh, three punts done inside the, the 20 and, and two even inside the five again here tonight. What's your, what is your strategy? What is your technique to be able to get that ball to bounce like you would like? I really wish I had an answer for you in that one. But, um, no, it's essentially my mindset out there is to do my job you know, as best as I can. So sometimes, you know, the elements are against you, but it's essentially just go out there and do it um, and just kick the ball, essentially. There's no real way to it. It's just go out there and kick the ball. So there's no different technique that you use to try to pin a ball inside the five-yard line or get it to, get it to stop? There's plenty of uh, sort of, I guess, clubs. In my bag, I guess you could say. <laughs> but um, I've developed a few, uh, as you see, the Australian punt, which is, uh, I guess you guys know, as a rugby where the ball spins backwards um, in your boot. And one that I've sort of brought in the game that was made famous by Johnny Hecker a couple of weeks ago, the watermelon punt, but I call it the banana, which is sort of you hit it on the inside and you get the ball to curve outwards. So that's probably the main main punt I use in that sort of pin aspect because I can always rely on the bounce either bounce up or bounce outside into the boundary. 
Because I, I don't know if you're a golfer or not, but you look like you had a pitching wedge and getting that thing to drop right on the green and stop. <laughs> that's the, uh, not the first time I've heard that. I love golf. I'm not very good at it personally. But, yeah, I guess that's the analogy people like to use. You know, from Sam Cook at the Ravens, yeah, just got clubs in your bag. And that's really, I think, is what separates punters these days. So, so two questions for you, Stephen. Uh, talk a little bit about the big 63-yarder that you, you got down the sideline with the big roll. Talk about that one first, but then tell us a little bit about you and, and your journey. Where did you come from, and, and how did you get to Utah State? Of course. Well, in that situation, um, I needed to redeem myself after a few poor points on my behalf. However, it was just essentially put the field and help the team out. That's my mindset every single time. So it was either worrying, but I didn't really worry about the rush. It was just grab the ball and kick the ball in the right spot in the right direction. And uh, a nice little kick-on roll with that one. So I was pretty happy pretty happy with that nice little roll. And then tell us a little bit about your journey to Logan, where you come from and how you got here. All right, so obviously I came from Melbourne, Australia, and I went through a program about two years ago called Pro Kick Australia, run by uh, Nathan Chapman and John Smith down over in um, Melbourne. And they essentially teach ex-Australian rules players to learn how to punt the football because everyone has that kicking ability. It's just a matter of mastering it and then performing it at a college level. But from there, um, I, I guess I got some tape, which got some interest from Utah State here. And <laughs> September of last year, I'm on a plane over with my little brother for a visit, uh, it, which was absolutely amazing. And then I committed after that. So it's actually been... You know, looking back, it's been really quick to be here and to play, but it's an absolute blessing that um, Utah State has given me the opportunity to be here today. Um, I, I got to imagine uh, when you look out and you, you punt in conditions like that, it's a little bit different probably than what you're used to in Melbourne. Definitely. I mean, we have rainy days, but we definitely don't have any uh, snowy days. So the mindset is just to not let it phase you. Just go for it. You can't let it get into your head. So, Stephen, obviously not the success that this team has, has wanted to have. What What is the mindset of this team as you go into the locker room? And what did uh, what did your new interim head coach, uh, Frank Miley, say to you guys as you came into the locker room? Just keep going. You know, don't quit. Just keep going. You know, times like this, it's, you know, it can be tough. And a lot of guys can have their heads down. But it's just a matter of switching that around and keep moving forward. Because it's that adversity that really tests teams. You now you can either let it completely consume you, or we can rise up as a unit. And we had, we definitely showed that. We had glimpses of that. And now it's just a matter of putting it for three, four quarters and uh, having a day out. Well, Stephen, we appreciate your time, man. It's good getting to know you a little bit more, and uh, uh, keep it rolling, man. Look forward to catching up with you again here soon. It's, uh, it's an absolute pleasure. I hope you guys and the uh, listeners can understand me. <laughs> Absolutely. No problem there whatsoever. Stephen Cottsonley right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. By the way, uh, he's right at his average. He averaged eight punts a game coming into this game today and had another eight today. For a 42.4 yard yep. average. And, uh, you know, I, th- I thought he's he's turning into a weapon. No question. And I think we learned a little something about punting technique right there. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. All right, joining us now, interim head coach of Utah State, Frank Miley. And, Coach, uh, I thought your defense, outside of that one touchdown, I thought your defense played really well in the, your, in the second half. What did you see out of those guys to try to get some stops to at least try to give your offense an opportunity? 
You know what I mean? The, the message never changes with me. You know, we just got to be a little bit better every single time we step on the football field. And I told them no, no one should have any energy when we walk off. Needed to empty the tank, and, you know, that's what they did. And we gave up one explosive play, and unfortunately, that's that's the play that hit. And so, uh, man, I, I, I love our guys, man. They're tough. They play hard. Uh, but, again, like I, like I preach to them all week long, effort's never been a problem for us, man, execution. Uh, and, and it hit again today. Coach, I thought, uh, you know, the way that you guys came out, uh, the energy and the enthusiasm was, was really palpable. And I thought that, uh, you know, perhaps one of the biggest plays in this ball game was when you're up 13-7 to and Jalen Warren rips off a big, long run and it gets poked out for the fumble that they turned back and then went on a big, long drive in just a few short plays and they took the lead that they, they never really relinquished. Did you see it that same way? Yeah, man, and we knew, especially because of the weather, man, you know, offensively, man, the, the, the game, they were able to do uh, in this weather game. And so um weren't able to do that. Unfortunately, the two fumbles we, we had were in crucial situations that could have flipped the game uh, in a different direction. And so, again, that, that'll never change, man. That, that's a big part of who we are is protect the football and take away on defense. And so we got to coach these guys better. We got to do a better job of emphasizing that. And everybody's got to be a little bit better. It did seem, though, your running game was was going well. Is there some positives you can take away from that uh, for the rest Absolutely. of the season? A- a- absolutely. And it's really confidence that they can do it. You know what I mean? And so uh, I think uh, Coach Ram's game plan this week allowed them to, you know, probably simplify things um, to get them going. And they knew exactly what they were supposed to do. And the online did a great job of staying on their blocks and creating wash up front and uh, – Man, that's what that's what created those those big runs, man. So we started strong, and again, we got to play that way all four quarters. I know you've, uh, you know, obviously a tough situation coming into this, coach. Uh, after Coach Anderson was was relieved of his duties last week, um, is there anything from your perspective as you look at trying to get more productive offensively and more consistently consistent offensively? Uh, what, from your perspective, can be done on that side of the football to help that team to help your team be more successful? I think it's just collectively everyone's got to be better. Everyone's got to be better, you know, and that's the same on defense and special teams. And, uh, you know, I, in, in my eyes, there were too many errors defensively. We gave we gave up too many big plays that, that they didn't really deserve. We kind of handed it over to them. And on offense, man, I, I think we took a huge step forward in the right direction, even though the score doesn't show that. I think uh, the way we we were able to establish the football running it on the ground, uh, and creating some explosive plays, man, I think is something to build on for us and continue to move in that direction and just continue to ask these kids to give a little bit more. You uh, you have a short week, and it will lead to three consecutive Thursday night games. Uh, do you have any concern about your ability to make sure the preparation is where it needs to be going into uh, Wyoming on a short week? No, I, I think the coaches understand it's got to be simple. It's got to be simplified, right? Some of the stuff we've, we've done, probably the positive stuff we've done today, we carry that into next week uh, and continue to build on that, and that should be the foundation moving on to next week. So, for us, uh, you know, as hard as it was, man, these guys got to have short, short-term memory loss, and uh, come tomorrow, we're we're in Wyoming. So, coach, I, I'm curious. As we've mentioned, uh, the enthusiasm I thought out of the out of the gate was was terrific. How was the mood at the end of the game? Was there some frustration? Was there are, are the guys still together? I'll tell you what, man. I, I got to give I got to give my hat off to uh, to our leaders, man, because 
you, you, you would think there would be a lot of chaos and sadness and, and you know, guys working in different direction, man. But the leaders in our in our building, man, Shaq Bond, Justice Tei, Dimitri Ali, Ford, those guys stepped up after the game. You know what I mean? And so they called it what it was. Uh, they called out everybody, uh, trying to hold everybody accountable. That that wasn't good enough. That's not Aggie football. That's not the Aggie way. And everybody's got to do a little bit better this week moving forward. And so, uh, man, th- those guys handled themselves uh, like pros, to tell you the truth, man, after the game in the in the locker room. And so I spoke, and they actually spoke and did a lot of the talking afterwards. And so, man, I, I got to continue my hat to these guys, the leaders in, in this building, and a great job handling that. Got to uh, got to feel good. You got off the uh, turnover schneid. You got a couple tonight, and both of them, I believe, inside the twenty yard line too. No doubt, no doubt. Backs against the wall, man. And I told these guys, it's, it's like there's an intruder in the house. That's the that's the mentality they got to have, and they continue to fight away. And you know, luck follows effort, man. And so uh, that's that's what happened. These guys continue to, to continue to fight, and so we got to continue to build on that. That's a little bit better uh, of protecting our backs of getting into that situation in the first place, but. Man, I told them, man, I'm, I'm proud to be, you know, their head coach for the time being and, and leading him in the battle because these guys are fighters. I thought, uh, again, tonight, just like last week, I mean, you get the kick six from Savon, you get the punts down inside the five. I thought the special teams was pretty good again here tonight. Yeah, man, those guys, we, we you know, they do a great job coaching special teams, Coach Rock. Uh, Coach Burmeister do a great job in special teams, and our kids take pride in special teams. So, so moving forward, man, special teams will always play a huge role in in us establishing a position and, and creating explosive plays. Especially since we have explosive players, um, with Savon and uh, DT and those guys, man. So we we got to take advantage of that weekly. Again, there's, there's we're just a few blocks away of, of creating more explosive. Uh, continue to move forward next week coach we appreciate your time uh look forward to chatting with you in laramie likewise appreciate it fellas you got it frank miley interim head coach at utah state utah state drops this game 35 16 take our final break come back and uh, wrap this thing up get you ready for usu and wyoming coming up on thursday on the aggie sports network from learfield img college Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. Hi, Jan. I heard Toyota-thon is on. It sure is. Perfect. I'm getting a head start on my list for Santa. Well, we've got great year-end deals on Camry, Highlander, RAV4, and more. But what kind of toys do you have? It's actually Toyota-thon, not Toyota-thon. We have great deals on vehicles, not toys. I'm sorry, sweetie. Okay, what can I get for five bucks? Current offers end November 30th. Toyota-thon ends January 4th. Participating dealers only. Toyota. Let's go places. Keeping your family active and healthy has always been the Sports Academy's top priority. The Sports Academy offers the best swimming, tennis, and tumbling lessons year-round. Small group lessons or private lessons taught by our certified coaches will help teach your kids life skills and gain self-confidence. Sign up for a new session today and receive 40% off your first month using promo code SHOPUTAH. Sign up online at sportsacademy.com or stop by the Sports Academy today. Your club, your results, your life. 
We love it when our extended Aggie family comes back home to the Utah State campus. The University Inn offers an on-campus lodging option for Aggie events. Staying at the University Inn guarantees covered parking, on-campus breakfast, and of course, free Aggie ice cream. All just steps away from every exciting Aggie home event. The University Inn offers modern, fresh rooms at competitive prices, ready for you to relax and enjoy. For more information, call 435-797-0017 or visit hotel.usu.edu. Go Aggies! Welcome on back to Maverick Stadium. Discount Tires has locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. Discount Tire offers services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net. Okay, I'm going to put this on you, Kevin. Uh-oh, what uh, I do? No, 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 no. Because we have our Sports Academy uh, and Racquet Club player of the game. And I know, like, you know, with my day job down in Salt Lake City, I get a chance to – be around a lot of former athletes. My co-host on my show is a former athlete, and 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 a lot of them have a pretty strong dislike for punters and kickers. And 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 I don't know what it is, but apparently I don't know if it's a locker room thing or what, or the fact that you guys are out there running wind sprints when they're on the sidelines screwing around and not doing anything. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to put this on you because you know who my vote is for the player of the game, but I don't want to upset you, so I will allow you. To, to announce tonight's Sports Academy and Racquet Club player of the game. Ooh, man, pressure. Um, he was good. <laughs> he was really good. I can't do it, though, Scotty. I know you can't. I can't. That's why I'm putting it on you. I don't want you to be mad at me. I, I can't do it, even though I think Gary Anderson may be right. I think this guy may have a chance to kick in the NFL, but he's just a freshman, right? So give him a few more years, and he's just – Learning, I mean, to kick it like a banana. Is that what we learned? I heard watermelon, banana, all kinds of stuff tonight. So I, I got to go Shaq Bond okay. tonight, Scotty. Shaq, that opening possession, he came up with the interception, and I thought he was one of the leaders, and Coach Frank Miley called him out. At the end of the game, he stepped up as one of those senior leaders to say, not good enough, boys, we got to keep it moving. He got the first turnover of the season for Utah State defensively, and, uh, you know, maybe that's a lifetime achievement award <laughs> for, for Shaq as well, but uh, he's uh, continued to play hard and keep his guys moving forward, especially when he was down his mate, Troy Leffridge Jr., here tonight. So for me, I'd like to lean towards Shaq Bond instead of uh, – going the kicker punter that's route. fine that's fine I get can we it. do that oh yeah for sure that's why i put it all on you if you want to deny the punter <laughs> you can you can deny it was great to see though that that interception it was good to see um some help there as well yes it was and uh, you know that was a big play in that uh, to, to thwart that opening drive by fresno state and Shaq came up with a big one i'm gonna go uh by the way larry h miller dealerships presents the drive of the game i'm gonna go a one yard 96-yard drive? 86. 86-yard drive. First got, play? First offensive play of the game? I got, I got the kickoff confused with the uh, with the return or with the uh, run. But uh, Jalen Warren, huge play of the game. Start things off. First offensive play of the game. Takes it to the house. Gives Utah State a 6 nothing lead. Uh, save on Scarver with a huge play. But that's tonight's drive of the game. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships. Yeah, I think that's a good call. And Jalen ended with nine carries for 142, 136 yards. Again, the, the the one fumble was costly, though. That was a, such a big play in this football game. And uh, he also had three catches for 27 yards in this game. Well, that wraps it up for us. You and I will be in Laramie coming up on Thursday as the Aggies take on the Cowboys. Remember, that's a Thursday night game. So uh, get ready for a little Thursday night football. And it's the first of three Thursday night games. Remember, Utah State will be here on uh, on uh, Thanksgiving. I believe that's a 5 o'clock kickoff. 
against uh, against the uh, New Mexico New Mexico Lobos coming yep. up on uh, a week from Thursday. Uh, big thanks to Ajay Salveson, as always. Not only the technician that puts it all together, but the expertise of all things punting. Uh, big thanks to Kevin White. Also, hey, we had Jake Hatch hanging out with us back in our Salt Lake City studios as well. Big thanks to him for carving out a, a few hours on his Saturday. Back with you on Thursday. That wraps it up for us. Aggies lose a uh, tough one tonight, 34-16. You heard it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.